everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Except we're not doing a drama today. No, we're not. We're doing a movie. <laughs> First movie ever. Uh-huh. We have a very special guest with us. It is Rebecca Roberts from the KS for Drama Podcast. Yay! Yay. Woohoo! Hi, guys! Awesome. So we, all three of us separately... <laughs> <laughs> watched along with the gods the two worlds which is part one of a two-part series which i did not realize mm-hmm. i didn't either <laughs> until i was watch it i was like andrew like made popcorn and everything and we were like all pumped to see it. i was like you gotta watch this with me okay you gotta watch this movie even though you're not gonna be on the podcast oh and then we sit down and i'm on hulu searching and i'm like huh and then I texted you, but you were at the island. I was at the beach. Living it up. <laughs> and then you didn't get back to me for a while, so we watched another movie instead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew I knew that the second one was a sequel, but I didn't realize it was, like, Harry Potter or something, where, like, the story <laughs> continued with the next movie. <laughs> we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Yes. Yeah, we are. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for being with us, Rebecca. Um, do you want to, like... Tell us your story of how you are in the K-drama community. Oh, yes. Um, so I got started with K-drama um, about five years ago. My dad found a drama called You're Beautiful on Netflix. And he was like, hey, I, we should watch this, this Korean soap opera together. <laughs> He had already he'd already watched it and I was like and he used the word soap opera so I was like no thank you <laughs> so anyway long story short he ended up talking me into it uh, about a year later he was on it for a while by that point he had watched like a ton of dramas and um I watched the first couple of episodes and there's like a moment in your beautiful where um so the girl in your beautiful is um dressing up as a boy mm-hmm. and she ends up in a boy's locker room and there's like all these you know there's all these men around her and they're naked and she's freaking out and <laughs> so she like prays up to the heavens and <laughs> all the men turn into little bitty babies <laughs> actual babies and they have like clouds like cartoon clouds drawn over their privates (laughs) (laughs) and I went I don't know what this is but I need more of it (laughs) yeah you you only see something like that in a (laughs) k-drama yeah (laughs) and that was my moment like I can pinpoint it that was my moment where I was like I'm all in I don't know what I'm doing but I'm all in (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it's so interesting that it was your dad who... Oh, I know. <laughs> but yeah, my dad is a big, like, he's a big romantic, and he loves, he watches a lot of rom-coms, and he was always the one that, like, brought me to see rom-coms as a kid. And so, like, my mom likes, like, like, she was the one that was always watching, like, thrillers and, like, action movies and stuff, so it's, like, total role reversal there. Um, but, yeah, so then from there, I just... Yeah, I was just all in. And then, you know, you immediately start realizing that K-dramas, like, the actors also play instruments, and then you end up going down the K-pop rabbit hole, and, you know. 
and our parents could be good friends. My mom is more of like a thriller horror person. My dad, on the other hand, like watches General Hospital all the fucking time. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I feel like he'd be a huge K drama head, but I haven't like been able to get him on a show because they don't have like all of the platforms and stuff, and they're not like super tech savvy either. And they have like really awful internet to where it slows down their Netflix and their Hulu, and then they just complain and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna watch anything anymore." <laughs> but I've been trying to get them on the show, like on a series of some sort. They really got into Bong Soon, my mom too, even, because there's like a little bit more thrilly action in there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin died because I told her about, <laughs> you've seen, you've seen it, I'm sure, right? No, uh, I haven't. Okay. Okay, well, there's just, there's a scene that's like intense and crazy and like, spoiler, I will give one out. They think that Bong Soon's dead. Mm-hmm. There's like a big fight scene that happens or whatever and it's like a cliffhanger and it ends and my mom's like, Strong girl died. <laughs> it was just an amazing moment. And my dad's just sitting there watching. Like, everyone's just glued to the TV at this point. It's so ridiculous. We <laughs> like, jumped in, like, halfway through. Yeah, that. yeah. We were, like, I don't know how many episodes in at that point. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah, my mom was, like, the person who was like you should watch these with me and my mom and I just like sobbed together with all the like really <laughs> romantic ones. so yeah it's great and I, yeah I mean I feel like it was good for my relationship with my dad honestly as an adult you know we don't connect on a lot of levels but we had k-drama so it's kind of it's kind of cool yeah so what is your like we kind of already touched on it but like your experience experience with like k-dramas and korean media like are you like super into it like i mean you have a podcast so obviously <laughs> you're like at least a little bit into it. like do you prefer korean dramas or k-pop or like what is your a little bit of everything yeah. um i think i started i always wanted to be a writer and mm-hmm. so i love story so i think i always connected I connect probably more with the dramas than K-pop, but more recently I've been going to concerts more often and making friends in that area and um, finding more groups that connect with kind of my more, my, my actual music tastes. And so I'm, I'm becoming pretty well-rounded of both now. And then um, I really like going to, cultural events so anytime there's like an Asian festival or like uh, Dallas has a really good Korean festival um so I'm just always like okay let me learn more like I need to learn more and somewhere around there like it became more I try to not use the word fandom as much and there's nothing wrong with people use the word fandom but I I just really want to like really learn about the culture and the people and the language and like all this stuff but then like you get deeper and deeper into that and you're like I will never know I will never learn at all <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where like some I was talking to my mom about this and like we were talking about like all of the holidays because my mom lives in Korea and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and she was like well Caitlin you don't know everything about American culture mm-hmm. like it's fine like you don't know the origins of like all of our holidays, like, mm-hmm. you just celebrate them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good mom advice. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think of it as being, like, a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I try to like just take it as it comes but because it is like really overwhelming when you like well because one it's like a completely different language mm-hmm. like yes. like have Spanish and French are like kind of similar to English this is like totally different yeah. I mean there are like a lot of like Conglish is what they call it like Korean English words mm-hmm. but I don't know it is like really overwhelming I guess oh yeah <laughs> yeah and part of that is like I think sometimes I get overwhelmed, but more recently, yeah, I kind of have taken on that mantra too, of kind of like your mom, like, I'm just going to take it as it comes. And like, I don't have to have everything and, um, I don't have to understand everything to enjoy it, you know, just the art, the art of it, you know, but, um, and I love like the way it's like the other day I I was wearing a t-shirt from the local, the local Asian district had, a. Um, a festival and I went and I bought a t-shirt because I like to sport and I was wearing the t-shirt the next day and there was a woman standing in line in front of me at Starbucks and she was like were you at the festival last night and I was like yes and so we're like having this conversation I'm talking to her little girl and stuff about this festival we all went to and so I just I also I love how it like connects people together and like sometimes it's like, wow, I don't know if I would have met this person or you know, I met someone from Germany the other night at the day six concert. And so like, she's like yeah, like, I never would have met her otherwise. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Jill and I are like total homebodies. We need to get out mm-hmm. more and make friends. Well, yeah. as you said on Rebecca's podcast, you already have a lot of friends. I have so many friends. <laughs> I have all the friends I need, y'all. <laughs> uh, um, Rebecca, do you have a favorite drama and a least favorite drama? Um, <clears throat> let's see. My favorite drama is probably You're Beautiful. That's my origin drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the sake of not talking about just that, um, <laughs> my second favorite is um, Flower Boys Next Door. Mm, interesting. Which is it's Park Shin Hae and Yoon Shi Yoon, and um, she is a she's like a recluse. She won't ever leave her apartment, and he is this like bubbly. His name is Enrique. He's like from Spain, and he's this bubbly, energetic guy. And he basically gets it into his head that he needs to cheer up this sad girl. And like won't leave her alone. <laughs> and I love it because it takes a lot of the tropes and a lot of the stereotypes and it like flips it on its head. And even in the fact that like he's like he should be the second lead, like going into it, you think, okay, he's second lead. This other guy is definitely the lead. And then like it just flips everything on its head. And yeah, I love that one. Interesting. I'll have to check that one out. So good. And there's some, like, they deal a lot with depression because that's, that's why she's a recluse. And so, and they deal with depression in a really realistic way. And I loved that. Um, my least favorite and the people that know, that listen to my podcast know, um, I hate Playful Kiss. (laughs) I hate it with a burning passion. (laughs) I haven't seen that one yet, so um, <laughs> I'll avoid it's one. It's one that's really, really popular, and I know I'm probably offending a few of your listeners by even saying that. It's really popular. It's been made, like, every country, you know, I think it's originally Japanese. Okay. I think the original one is Japanese. I think it was a manga first. 
Um, but it is like, it's a high school drama and it's one of those where the guy is like, uh, he's, he's just mean. He's just really mean to her. He calls her stupid. He calls her ugly and he's like pretending to be tough and like he hates her and he's always flirting with this other girl and she's just like, I love you. I love you. I love you. And then eventually they even like get married and he's still acting that way. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. I, I have a hard time with like the high school dramas because I feel like as an adult, I feel like weird mm-hmm. <laughs> watching them. Like I've seen a couple that are like nice, but I honestly haven't finished Boys Over Flowers because the the beginning of that drama starts like so like crazy. And my mom was like, it gets better. But there's a scene where you like, I honestly felt like, oh, these like five guys are about to like rape this girl or something. <laughs> Have you, have you seen Boys Over Flowers? Yes. Okay, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's like yes. the first couple episodes. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. <laughs> it's, this is too much. So I think Boys Over Flowers is one that you kind of have to watch early on when you don't know any better. Yeah. And you just think this is what dramas, this is how they work. And then as you get educated more, you're like, oh, no, that's just a bad drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, cause I, that was one that I had, I started watching because everyone is like, it's like one of the classic dramas. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I started watching it and I was like, this is very uncomfortable. Also, it's like an older one. And so like, it's just like shot, like, <laughs> yeah. You know? it's yeah. It's dated. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> the only reason I would recommend it is just because it is the origin of several actors. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of want to see how they got their start, but other than that, no. <laughs> That's good to hear because I kind of feel like I'm missing something of like, whatever. Someone is going to take away like my K-drama fan card or something because <laughs> I haven't seen it, but. That's good to know. Like, you can't do this podcast. You know nothing. <laughs> I am so qualified. <laughs> if you can sing, if you, all you need to know is almost paradise. You just need to know that that's, <laughs> that's. Oh, all yeah. Okay. okay. Over and over and over. <laughs> that's funny. All righty. Shall we get into the movie? Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Jill, do you want to read the Hulu synopsis? Sure. All right, Hulu synopsis. In this action-packed fantasy epic, a firefighter is taken to the afterlife by three guardians, where only after passing seven trials and proving he lived a noble life will be he, will he be able to reincarnate. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I had, honestly, I had no idea what this drama or this movie was about. I had just seen an Same. episode of Running Man Same. where they talked about this or this movie because mm-hmm. it was like as I will get into the fun facts soon. It was a really popular movie in Korea. So, like, a lot of the variety shows are talking about it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it has Theo from EXO. Like, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. So, this was, like, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting concept. Oh, my God. I'm just reading your, like, also has. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even realize <laughs> that was her. Okay, um, I'm skipping ahead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, I'm just going to plagiarize the first paragraph of the Wikipedia article. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. Donate to Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, But don't use it as a source. No, don't. (laughs) Oh, you can do the podcast. Okay, so 
the title, Along with the Gods, the Two Worlds. I'm going to butcher the Hangul, <laughs> but it is Hingua Hamke Chohua Bon, literally, Together with God, Sin and Punishment. So it's a 2017 South Korean action fantasy drama filmed and directed by Kim Young Hwa, based on a webtoon by Ju Ho Min. Um, it stars Ha Jung Woo, Che Cha Tae Hyun, Ju Ji Hoon, and Kim Kyunggi. So these are just like some fun facts that I found on the internet. And this is like basically actors in this movie that are in the dramas that Jill and I have watched mm-hmm. together. Well, Dio is just from EXO. He's not in any of the dramas that we watched so far. But I do want to watch 100 Days, My Prince. I'm just having a hard oh. time finding it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's only on, like, sketchy sites, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I only have, like, two episodes left to watch. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, like, mixed reviews on it, too, so I'm like, do I even want to? I don't know. But I love him, so maybe one day. I hope Vic- I would say yes, watch it. Okay. Honestly, but yeah. Uh, so, it also has Ye Su Jung, aka the chairwoman from Search WWW, mm-hmm. who is crazy yeah in that role i didn't even like realize i kept thinking like she looks familiar uh-huh but she just looked like an old korean woman <laughs> so it's like that's so maybe what i'm thinking yeah but yeah i think just seeing her in a completely different role was just crazy way over my head to yeah. like, put the two together so it also has lean one heat mm-hmm. aka big talk from strongman to bong soo mm-hmm. as that the prosecutor yeah. okay yeah he's like he has a very distinctive yeah face. Uh, so as we kind of like hinted at earlier, the film was shot as one, but presented in two parts. So we watched the first part along with the gods, the two worlds, um, which was released in 2017 and the sequel along with the gods, the last 49 days was released in 2018. Do you know what that half is about? The 49 days? Yeah. I think it's about the fire. They're the brother. Okay. So I, to me, it seems like it's going to pick up right where this one ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. So, just like initial thoughts. What did everyone think? Good, bad, meh. Rebecca, you can go first. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I was like super confused right at first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm. I think it's. Mi- I think I mixed. I think mm-hmm. I, mine is. It's mixed, but overall good. Yeah. Overall, it was really good. Yeah, when when she when he first like jumps out of the window with that girl, and then the girl just like runs away from him. Like, damn, girl, you can at least thank him. (laughs) He's dead. Okay, she wanted to get off that dead body. (laughs) I was thinking that I was like that poor girl. Like she was just saved, but she had to like realize that she landed on on a dead man. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think about that. (laughs) Yeah, that's. because it's like I I read that it was like he had to go through trials to become reincarnated. I thought it was gonna be kind of like in Harry Potter where they have to like go through the different like like you know like oh we have to play a chess game and now we're doing this riddle and now yeah. we're fighting a bad guy. I didn't realize it was gonna be like literally trials, trials. yeah, like, <laughs> judges and prosecutors and <laughs> yeah, well, that was interesting. Yeah. It was, like, a very interesting take on, I think, the, like, afterlife. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which was cool. Also, one thing that I appreciated about the movie, um, 
I don't know if you've seen Goblin, but um, the way, so there are like similar parallels. It's not exactly the, like the afterworld and Goblin is not exactly the same as this one, but they're like, whatever, the guardians and the grim reapers and stuff like that. And like their movements, like how they can travel is the same. <laughs> like how they can just like kind of whatever. Just yes. reappear. I was like, oh, that's how they do it in Goblin. Like, there's little portals. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, there's another drama called Black that's about Grim Reapers, and oh, it's yeah. also the same. So I, I need to research Grim Reapers in Korean culture, because I feel like there's something that is uh, a fluid thing going on. It kind of takes into their dramas. Yeah, I, I've noticed that, like, they're just, like, a bigger thing in Korea. Like, I feel like the yes. U.S. Grim Reapers are not that big of a deal. Like, it's mm-hmm. mostly, like, a Halloween mm-hmm. thing. Right. But, yeah, like, people are always talking about Grim Reapers, <laughs> I've noticed. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, for context, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> the, the critics' rating was 63%, but I think it was only that low because it was, like, very polarized. I think three people gave it, like, four or five stars, mm-hmm. and two people gave it, like, two stars. Mm-hmm. So, and then the audience rating was an 84%. So pretty good. Mm-hmm. I That's yeah. yeah. Is that certified fresh? Yeah. <laughs> it had the red tomato. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I thought it was again like the pacing issue. I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm like obsessed with pace recently, but I felt like the beginning was like really exciting. And then kind of like it it took a weird turn when we started focusing on the brother, yes. the, like, eventual spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was, like, oh, we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Like, that was interesting to me. I think it's just that they needed something like that, though, because the main firefighter character was just so pure and good. Yeah. Right. That one thing towards <laughs> the end where you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, like, other than that, like, all of his trials were just, like, amazing. Like, you're, you were an amazing human. You did everything right. Yeah. And I feel like they needed some more drama within there, something intense to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. And I thought the, like, vengeful spirit was kind of scary looking. Yeah. What a jump Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. That's cute. Yeah, that was, like, that storyline I was like oh this is like pretty dark Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah oh I was gonna say I was kind of the opposite I thought it started out boring oh yeah then it and then I was like and now it has a personality okay (laughs) that's true I it was like it just shifted kind of quickly really did shift yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah I really enjoyed the guardians yes same they loved them yes I like their relationships with each other, like, how the mm-hmm. woman or, like, the girl was, like, more connected with the older one. Yes. And I loved the, like, younger guy, mm-hmm. Guardian. I have his name written down somewhere, but, uh, uh yeah. G- uh, is that, that's GJ, G, oh, he's from Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lee G, no, just kidding. Juji Hoon. Juji Hoon. Juji Hoon. Yeah, the older one was leaving, and he told the girl, like, you're kind of in charge, and you, if you want to do anything, 
don't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't let him do it. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of outright like, you're an idiot. Yeah. So. <laughs> totally. I liked seeing that older one, like, in the living realm. Uh-huh. And kind of just, yes. like, seeing what people are doing and going back in time and seeing the flashbacks, like, where the hell is his brother at right now? What is happening? Uh-huh. And having to try to search for him and go through all the little pockets of time. Yeah, that was cool. That, and then when the older man sees, like, him fighting with the spear, and he's like, it must be my time soon. And he's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can't die. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> funny yes. And is he the same man that sees him later on yeah. in the hospital? And was just like, oh. Yeah, it was yeah. the same guy. I wonder if he's going to be in the, the second one. Probably. In the sequel. Yeah, I kind of kept waiting for them to do something with that. So Maybe we have to watch part two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we have any other thoughts before we hand out our lucrative awards? <laughs> um, I don't think I do. Okay. I just wrote, like, there was, like, a couple of scenes that, like, actually made me laugh out loud. And um, one of the scenes was, like, um, what was going on? They they were in front of one of the, like, oh, like, the main king, like, the main god. Uh And, And the firefighter was, like, running up and trying to, like, get in his face and everything. And Judy Hayden's character was, like, grabbing him. And the way they were just rolling around on top of each other and, like, I was like, I was like legit laughing. Like that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that character, uh, Judy Hoon's character, like had a lot of really funny one-liners. I thought. Yeah, and I was also uh, mesmerized by his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great hair. Wow. I was also like very impressed by the female defender, Duke Chun. Her hair, yes, perfect mm-hmm. bowl cut, perfect little bowl. Yeah. She's so small. <laughs> she was adorable, and she was, like, she was a really good actress. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I haven't, I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but I was very she intrigued was, by uh, her. She was in uh, Werewolf Boy, oh. which is a movie. She's, like, a little, she's a little kid in it. Okay. That's, has Song Joon-ki, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, song song couple. When we like first started this podcast, I was like so enthusiastic because mm-hmm. we started it with Descendants of the Sun, and I was like, Jill, they're married in real life. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting. And then did I think we had just finished Descendants of the Sun, and they like announced it was it was like maybe after. <clears throat> I feel like it was during Strong Girl. I thought it was during, well, it doesn't matter, but yeah, it was like a little bit after yeah. we finished this. Caitlin was like, they both went to the same event and they weren't together. Yeah. Like you told me like they sat separate or they arrived separately and you're like, that's not right. Yeah. And my mom was oh. like, all the gossip, like whatever TV shows and magazines in Korea were like, are they getting divorced? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then it happened. But. I just always say R.I.P. because they were my like favorite celebrity couple. Yeah, I think they were everyone's favorite celebrity <laughs> couple. Um, all right. Anything else? Any other scenes? 
We should go over. No, I think we're. I think I'm good. Okay, as we talk through our yeah. awards. All right, so it's award season, everybody. First award, favorite main character. So there's Gang Bing, which is played by Ha Jung Woo, which is like the lead defender, the older mm-hmm. one. Hey Won Mik, which is played by Ju Ji Hoon, which is the second male defender. Duke Chun, played by Kim Hyung Gi, which is the female defender. Kim Ja Hong, played by Cha Tae Hyun, the fireman. And Su Hong, played by Kim Jong Wook, which is the brother sp- slash vengeful spirit. Hmm. I kind of just included the fireman as like a courtesy. <laughs> But I yeah, feel like he doesn't just... really talk much or do much. No. <laughs> so. Um, no. I say the lead defender, the older guy. That was my favorite. Mm. Because I liked when he was kind of going in and out of the two worlds, like I said. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. also the moments where he's helping them, like bringing the rice cooker mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, that's really sweet. Just like those moments where he's like, we need to have the body found so the mom can get peace and like find herself. Mm-hmm. He understands. Yeah. And he feels mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Juju Hoon was like, what is this? Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, what are you talking about, body? We're supposed to burn him. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Who's you? Uh, I'll let Rebecca go. Okay. Because I'm still thinking. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, oh, man. I think. It, Probably Juju Hoon's character. Um, yeah, I was just kind of mesmerized by him the whole time, and I thought his acting was like because I've since I've seen him in other things to see him be like the like this almost silly character <laughs> just showed his range. And so, yeah, he was really really good. I liked his jacket too. His like really long like outfit jacket thingy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I want his nice, coat. Nice piece of fashion. <laughs> Um, I am, like, really torn between all three of the defenders, because I really <laughs> like Duke Chun, the mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm. I thought she was, like, I love her, too, yeah. Adorable, but she's also, like, a great actress, and, like, I really liked the scene where, like, the men were basically telling her to lie. Yes, to, that's a stand-up scene. To the mm-hmm. firemen, and she looked, like, so torn, and was like, no. Like, yeah, there's the moment where, like, the fireman is excited, and he walks away, and then he's like, actually, his brother's dead. Uh-huh. I'm trying to find him. <laughs> and then she's like, you lied. Yeah. Yeah. It's a moment of, like, shock and disbelief that he could lie like that. Yeah. So, I guess I'll go with her, and when we hand out the awards, it's just gonna go to the defender. <laughs> <laughs> they were the highlight of the film. Yeah, I agree. All right. I also, I loved the scene where she was connected with the older defender and like we kind of got to see her range because she'd been just like cutesy though up until that point and then getting to see her like all of a sudden she's like super serious and you're like oh yeah I also like how they shot that where he is like flinging papers in like our world or whatever and then like she did it in the afterlife world that was like really cool like how yeah I loved that all right well congratulations defenders (laughs) Yay, Defenders! Yay! <laughs> uh, second category, favorite supporting character. Uh, I have Wan Il Byung, played by Dio, which is the suicidal soldier. <laughs> uh, oh. And murderer, <laughs> technically. I, I think it might be manslaughter, yeah. but... It was manslaughter. 
um, first Lieutenant Park, played by Lee Jun Hyuk, which is, I said, the a-hole her, who buried the brother alive mm-hmm. and tried to keep the secret. Uh, and then I have Keen Ja Hong's mom. And then, oh, I was going to include that one prosecutor, the one from mm-hmm. Long Sam. I didn't write his name down. But I, that was just more because I... You know that. We, <laughs> I know that actor, but he didn't really, like, play the part in the, yeah. in the movie. Do you know the first? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. I'm going to go with Dio, just because... Just because Dio. Just because I like him <laughs> so much. And I felt like he did really well in this role. Like, I really was concerned for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like... Not in a good place. No. He did so good. And I really liked the scene where <laughs> he was, like, drinking by himself mm-hmm. when he was, like, really depressed. Like, when he was on his leave, and he was, like, dancing alone in the club. Yeah, no one's around him at that point. Everyone's like, oh, my, well, like, just what he's wearing. Yeah. Just yeah. long polo. I'm like, he looks so awkward. And then when he runs to their mm-hmm. mom's house to, like, throw the nap over, he just, like, he looks like such a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting to, like, see him. Because when he's in EXO, he looks so, like, uh, serious and, like, whatever, brooding almost. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he's always on top of things. Yeah. So, I, like, I mean, obviously, like, I felt bad for him because he was in such a bad place in the whole movie. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, yeah. I was just excited to see him. Oh, yeah. And Dio is just an excellent actor. Mm-hmm. Totally. You can go next, Rebecca. Um, so I'm going to break mold. I'm going with both of the prosecutors and I don't know their names, <laughs> but they were hilarious. And like, I just remember the scene where like one of the prosecutors, like he like said something really clever and the other prosecutor was like giving him heart hands. <laughs> and the way they were like thumbs up to each other and like giving each other hugs and stuff like just their interactions with each other were hilarious true. i i liked when they were like um when they were what is it it's a scene where basically like they were giving each other a hard time because like i think it was at the beginning when they oh were, yeah yeah like one was, like, starting to fall asleep, and then the other one was, like, starting to say something that was, like, going against them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kind of fumbling around. So funny. Yeah, they were hilarious. I loved them. They were so funny. Um, I guess we're not going to have a winner for this award. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with the mom, because, like, she's not fucking talking at all. Yeah. And everything is just emotions and with her face and with her movement uh-huh. and I felt like it was really well done mm-hmm. and I just felt like we could see like just everything about her just through her facial expressions and her body movements and stuff yeah yeah demeanor um I don't know yeah she's like a really great actress because mm-hmm. her role is so different from what it is on search WWW. Yeah. so it's just like crazy to go from that drama to this movie it's like oh my god <laughs> what range yeah <laughs> amazing yeah yeah she was uh and then whenever you, you actually when they finally got to hear her voice <laughs> yeah that part i broke like, my heart choked up yeah <laughs> all right well this, i'm not sure if we're gonna have any clear-cut winners maybe we're gonna have to 
put a poll out. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, all of you, everybody. <laughs> um, next award, which is really sad. I said most depressing part of the movie. I yeah. my nominees were. When you realize Kim Ja Hong worked so hard and just died without really enjoying life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when young Kim Ja Hong was about to kill his family. Or when Wang Il Byung, which is Gio's character, tries to commit suicide. I have two more to add to that. Okay. Just to keep adding as many <laughs> answers as possible here. Um, when the brother gets killed. Oh, yeah. That's kind of depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, going in for a hug, and then he gets fucking shot. And then when he's buried alive. Yes. That's, like, one of my favorites. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It, it's, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, you my God. little hand. Yes. Oh, that's, like, so um, upsetting. I think you just, like, block that out of my memory. Because- yeah. <laughs> well, and, real- and realizing that's, because I kept going, why is he a vengeful spirit? Because... Yeah. They, he pretty much told the guy to, to like, cover it up. Like, yeah. why is he... And then when you were like, oh, because he wasn't dead. Yeah. Oh. Maybe live. Yeah. Um, another one that I, I want to add is when he throws the map over and then the mom sees it and then the mom has the sign and she, like, shows up. Oh. And everyone's like, you gotta get out of here. And he's, like, fucking throwing the thing off of her body and she's, like, falling oh. Like, oh my god, dude, this is a frail old woman. Yeah. Who can't speak. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Son is missing. Her other son just died. Like, what do you want? Yeah, that guy is terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible. Just wanted his promotion. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, this is how it is with like all movies mm-hmm. and TV shows or whatever, but I'm like, it would have been so much easier if you just told the truth. Like, yeah. it's just like hell. Call someone. Yeah. But then, you know, we want to have a vengeful spirit. Yes, so. that's true. Right. Um, okay. Well, after you brought up how the brother died, <laughs> I'm leaning towards that one. But I was just, like, really depressed after realizing, like, when you, um, when he's going to the god of, what is it? Indolent? Is that the one where he's, like, working really hard? So, yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah. They're like, oh, why did you work so hard? And he's like, for money. And then mm-hmm. they have to like explain that he worked hard for money because his family was poor and how like all the jobs he had. And I was like, oh my God, like he did not really enjoy life. No. I know. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Not a life you want to live. No. I think mine is uh, the whole thing about him whenever he was young trying to kill his family and like because they because they revealed that in stages of like he was a great guy and then you're like no he wasn't he beat up his brother and then they're like and he tried to kill his mom and then and then finally recognizing that he was just so desperate and like he felt like he had no other way out of the horrible situation they were in and I think yeah, that was that was rough. That was really hard. I was sobbing. Like, yeah. and his mom like saw yeah. in her eye, and she that, saw uh, heart made me like tear up because I was like, I mean, it was all hard to watch, mm-hmm. but like, I was like, oh no, <laughs> like that just added another layer of whatever. Sad. Yeah, but yeah, I also was 
like, really sad watching the boys fight because, mm-hmm. like, I grew up as an only child, so I didn't really, like, see children fighting mm-hmm. a lot. And I was like, stop fighting. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was hard for me, too, because I have younger brothers, and I have – and I, I kind of uh, was having a really hard time emotionally with that. I was like, I would never do that to my brother. Like, I can't even fathom it. Mm-hmm. So – and the fact that the writer brought it me to a point where I kind of got it was just like, whoa, okay, wow. I think there are just some siblings that, like, get along really well, and then there's some siblings that fucking like, can't be around each other at all. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, like, an age thing or not an age thing. I have no idea, like, what happens. It's interesting. Yeah. Personality differences. And I think, like, that dynamic, just, like, knowing my friends who have – siblings mm-hmm. who like didn't always like each other and mm-hmm. as they've grown up like they've become best friends or like vice versa yeah <laughs> like you just kind right. of grow apart as you age but mm-hmm. yeah that was this movie was intense mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was much rougher than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> i was like maybe like halfway through i was like wow this movie's really long and also it's very intense and maybe i should have picked a more light-hearted movie <laughs> uh yeah like they kept talking about it on running man and on a few other shows and i was like oh like it's a good movie everyone says it's a good Mm -hmm. movie Uh, it was good it was really good yeah little moments i felt overall it was really interesting interesting turn yeah all right so next category done by jill who was your favorite god throughout so we have the god of murder, who was like the first god. Uh, they had like the hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the god of violence, hell. I don't remember what that one looked like. Let me pull it up. Um, oh, that one. It was just like an old dude. <laughs> nothing, picture. nothing special. About yeah. Him. <laughs> and then there's the young girl who is like the god of deceit. deceit. And then there's the old lady who, spoiler alert, she's my favorite. She's just, like, really fabulous. Mm-hmm. The god of indolence? Indolence? Hell. And then there's the god of betrayal, hell, who is, like, a very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who so you picked indolence? Yeah, I just, like, she's just who I want to be when I get old. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be, like, a bunch of cushions and, uh-huh. like, yeah. It's lavish outfits. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did like her a lot. I thought hers was really good, and I liked the little girl, too. The the indolence, she is, like, one of my favorite K-drama moms. She's in a lot of dramas I've seen, and, yeah, I love that actress. But my favorite was the little girl. I loved her. Yeah, I, mean, I even wrote it down. I was like, goddess of deceit, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I liked her attitude, and I really loved her outfit, and her weird little headpiece. Yeah. Yes. Little horns. She's just like chilling the whole time. And she's Uh, sucking on a lollipop. (laughs) So these people talk and try to like sway her in one way or the other. But I did like yours a lot as well, Indolence. Yeah, I think I just really look up to fabulous old ladies. (laughs) Yeah. For her, I liked how initially she was talking about like how great he was, but then when he said money. She was like, money? Yeah, she like quickly completely turned. turned on him. And then once she found out the whole story was like, oh, you poor soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never lived. 
That's super sad. Yeah. Really sad. Okay. Uh, so we actually have a winner for this one. It was yeah. <laughs> the little girl. The God of Betrayal. I also really like her. Um, I, I find that, like, sometimes... I don't know, I'm just, like, prejudiced against little girls sometimes, <laughs> but, like, sometimes they read too cutesy, uh-huh. but she did, a good, yeah, she did a really good job of, like, being a cool mm-hmm. little girl. So, yeah, seeming like an adult in a little bo- little girl's body. Yeah, totally. Also, I saw that she is in Train to Busan. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's her? That's, yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> According oh. to Annie. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. I like it seems like Train to Pusan is like the seven degrees of separation. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone was either in that movie or was like a co-star with somebody That's yeah. in that movie. Um okay. So biggest surprise of the movie. Hmm. Rebecca, do you wanna go first? Um, I don't know if I have one yet. Okay. Anyone have one? <laughs> I, I'll go. Mine was how the brother died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was not just that he was, like, shot while giving a hug, <laughs> but that he was buried alive. I yeah. was like, yeah, oh, that's rough. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was the biggest shock to me. Yeah, it seemed kind of apparent that he died somehow when he was missing. Yeah. It just seemed yeah. like there was fucked up that was happening. But then to see that scene where, like, his friend is just like, your brother just died, and I feel so bad for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh-huh. this moment where these two guys are just, like, embracing. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, my God. What an yeah. ending to that. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> I I think that mine probably was that the fireman tried to kill his mom. I just, yeah. I just, I was just in the rhythm of every time, like, he's so great. He's so great. And then when we came up on that, I was like, uh, did not see that coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like he had something because he, there was he something. yeah, because he seemed so surprised that everyone said he was like, yeah. so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah. He would never really say anything. Like he was. He didn't know when it was going to come up, but knew yeah. it was going to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Uh, good movie. Yeah, <laughs> the more it. I'm talking about it, the more I'm like, no, that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it really was. Um, I also, this isn't a surprise, but just going back to, like, stuff we liked about it. I liked the action scenes where, like, the two male mm. defenders had their, like, swords. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Basically playing, like, Fruit Ninja. Yes. There was one weird scene where I think it's, I don't know if it's the older one or the other guy, but, like, the sword, like, I think it went, like, limp or something, and he, like, had to shake it, and then it, like, fixed. I don't know why. But then I remember watching that and being like, what? What's that? I don't know why. It was very strange to me. That's funny. But that sword just, like, went <laughs> And he had to shake it around a little bit. Like, one of those little light-up sticks. Mm-hmm. You, like, crack and then Glow shake stick. it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Last thing. Favorite 
part of the movie. We kind of like have already touched on this. Mm-hmm. But if you had to like say to someone, this is the best part of the movie. This is what makes it worth watching. Don't look away. Don't look at your phone. Yeah. Um, I would say the brother dying scene. Mm. The initial one where yeah. he gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you miss it, you miss it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You miss what it's happened. definitely the most important part because it, it's like the whole shift of the movie. Yeah, that's true. When you find out who the vengeful spirit is and why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part was when they saved Dio from mm-hmm. himself, and like whenever he is, like the brother is speaking through the older defender, and it's like a- they sing the song. Together. Yes, I really liked that part. Mm-hmm. That was just really, really sweet, and it was just very tender and like done really, really well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I loved that scene. Yeah, I really liked that one. I was thinking of that one. I also really liked the scene where y- you touched on it earlier, but the um, the girl is defending him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like through the yeah. The older, older one. one yeah i really just like i don't know if it's just because like i'm a nerd or whatever <laughs> and i like courtroom drama <laughs> but i really liked how they had to like step up and like actually defend him mm-hmm. yeah i loved like, that too i'm like oh this is exciting because and it's so funny too because they kept saying like oh we'll just breeze right through this one yeah and it never happened <laughs> yeah and i liked the added layer of like they need him to get through just as much as, like, he needs, he needs to get to through. Go. Because yes. after a certain point, I kind of forgot, but they were, but towards the end, uh, the, um, what's his face? Juji Hoon? Mm-hmm. Was, like, we should just cut our losses and go with another mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, right, like, they're basically doing it for themselves, yeah. not, not for him. Not, not just to be for him. kind people. Yeah. So, I'm kind of, like, hoping that we get more of their backstories Mm -hmm. in part two yeah it was definitely hinted at Mm -hmm. yeah we we got like flashbacks of the older defender Uh and i'm like wondering if they'll do it kind of like goblin where we'll maybe get to see part of like people's past lives Mm -hmm. so yeah this is just making me excited to watch part two (laughs) (laughs) And then there's going to be two more parts. Yeah, I saw or, that. Uh, who, who knows if it will be, like, connected, though. It might be, like, a different strain. Yeah. But I, like, just realized I really like watching the, like, afterworld mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not expect that I would be, like, so into <laughs> that, like particular genre of Korean media Uh (laughs) but I'm like oh because I feel like they don't a lot of western tv shows or movies don't really explore the afterworld in that way no yeah it's really true I thought that was really interesting it was really interesting all right do we have any other final thoughts of the movie other than we're all really excited to see part two (laughs) I also thought it was really funny. I, I don't, you guys might not know who he is, but when the random cameo at the end of Ma, Ma Dong Suk, 
um he's the the random guy at the very very end where they like those other defenders were in the room and they were like what are you doing here Mm -hmm. that he's a big actor from he's in like train to Busan, and he's gonna be in an american movie coming up and like he's like a really big big guy and so like him just having this random cameo at the end i was just like ah it's you (laughs) that's that's how i was this isn't like a big spoiler but well, I don't want to ruin it if you're going to watch <laughs> Search WWW. But there's, like, a cameo in Search WWW. And I was, it's the same thing. Like, he has, like, one line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was like, oh, <laughs> you. I didn't know you were going <laughs> to. Yeah, I loved it. It was just so random. It was great. That, that's exciting. Yeah. I. It's funny when, like, because, like, we were talking about earlier, like, the Korean entertainment industry is like very expansive and so sometimes like you'll watch something and then you realize like how big that person is and then you mm-hmm. go back and you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> I didn't realize like how big of a deal it was that you were in this like little thing yeah <laughs> so that's exciting did you have anything else Jill I don't think so I shut up still about that mom that she's the same actress? Yes. <laughs> World's different from Search WWW. Whereas, like, I fucking hated her on Search WWW. Yeah. And this movie, like, I feel for her so deeply. Yeah. And it's just... You're shook. Know. Yeah, I'm shook to my core. <laughs> I'm gonna be, like, dreaming about this tonight. <laughs> oh, he's actually... Oh! Okay, so it actually wasn't a cameo. He's in the next three movies. Oh, okay. Mm. So it was more, it was like foreshadow. Interesting. That's exciting. Yeah, that's well, cool. I love that. Who who knew we would be hooked on this franchise? Who knew it was a franchise, not me. All righty. Well, it was so fun talking to you, Rebecca. Yes. Thank uh, you. We actually also recorded another episode on Rebecca's podcast. It'll be linked in our show notes, but it's K is for drama. And we just kind of like chatted about dramas and mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. Culture and stuff. Yeah, it was really fun. So go over and check her out. She has like a ton of really fun interviews with different people in like the K drama and K pop fear. Do you want to plug any of your stuff, Rebecca? Uh, yes. Um, so yeah, my podcast is called Chaos for Drama. Um, I do as you know, I do interviews mostly. So I'm very, very open if you are at all connected at all with Asian entertainment, and you would like to be on a podcast, you can email me at chaosfordrama at gmail.com. I would love to have you on. Um, and yeah, you can find me on pretty much all the social medias Chaos for Drama. Very cool. Well, we are OK Drama Podcast or OK Drama Pod everywhere. <laughs> yep, you know us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everything is in the show notes. All the links will be there. And yeah, just again, it was so nice to like finally talk to you in yes. almost real <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is great. Thank you so much, guys. This is so much fun. And I guess Jill and I will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Bye. Okay, drama.